Welcome to episode 10 of the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast, teaching teens and young adults important life skills and habits so they are better educated to do with life and never have to say the phrase, I wish I knew that when I was a young adult. I'm your host, Christian Adlita, and today we're going to be discussing budgeting and why it is so important with our special guest and my own father, Richard Adlita. Now, before we play the episode, I wanted to make you aware of a few things that are slightly different with this episode. This is the first episode of three. This is a three-part episode because of it was length and the podcast uploading schedule and everything that needed to just work. So for your viewer pleasure, this episode has been broken down into three parts, and for the maximum understanding and context and your viewer pleasure, this episode is best listened in this order. Episode 10, the big bad B word, budgeting. This is the first of the three episodes. The second episode, episode 11, money as an energy and an employee. That is episode 11, that is the second in this series. Episode 12 will be right after that, Breaking Down Budgeting. That is the last of this three-part series. I just wanted to make you aware of that before we started this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And here is Big Bad B Word, Budgeting. Today we're going to be discussing budgeting with my dad. Hey, I'm his dad. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome to the show, Dad. How are hey, you? How's it going? Doing pretty good. So budgeting. I love budgeting. It's so much fun. It not is. Really. It's not really it's, fun. It, no one really loves it. No, but it's important. Actually, that's not true. 50% of people love it. The nerds love it. The free spirits don't love it. So mm, That's a good point. It's, a, it's not for everybody, but everybody needs it. That is true. It is very important. So let's say what a budget is. Um, what a budget is, is basically you're telling your money what to do. Mm -hmm. That's basically what it comes down to or what I take away from what a budget is. There's a lot of different types of budgets. and But the one that I think is the most important for everyone to get a hold of is personal finance and doing budgeting for your own money on a monthly basis. Mm -hmm. I think that's what's important. Um, now, so... Uh, there's a lot of different, like I said, there's different types of budgets out there. Um, the one budget I think we should talk about for that's most valuable to people is a basically a, I believe it's called a zero dollar budget. Zero dollar budget. Which yes. is where you assign a, every single dollar you have per month gets assigned to some kind of category, a budget, quote unquote, a category in a budget. Mm -hmm. And uh, so basically what you would do, and I'm just going to go quickly through the explanation, then we can dive into more details later. So quickly, what you would do is, let's say you, you make $1,000 this month. Mm -hmm. So you're going to put write that on a piece of paper at the top of your paper. And then you would say, okay, what do I have to spend? And then you're going to write down the categories of what that budget needs to do. So you would put um, car. Mm -hmm. If you have a car payment, you write you know $200. If you have, and then you're going to have to put gas in the car. So you'd write under that gas. And how much gas do you think you're going to have? And that's 50 hundred dollars whatever it would be mm -hmm. so now we've gone we've gone from a thousand dollars and now we would start minusing off of that thousand so we went from a thousand dollars and then 200 for the car so we're down to 800 left mm -hmm. then we just spent a hundred dollars for gas so that's now we're down to seven hundred dollars so what you do is you go through all of the different things that you have to do in the month and you assign um, them on the budget and every month you would go through and down that until you have zero dollars left that's what's called a zero dollar budget. And so you basically told all your money where it's going to go. 
So, and even things that are fun. So if you want to go out, if you want to have some money to go out to restaurants or you want to go to the movies, then you would set aside, you know, some of your budget for mm -hmm. it. Now, the reason it's a zero dollar budget is you're trying to tell all your money where to go. You're not just leaving some pile that's sitting around. Even if you're assigning it to a budget that is completely optional, you can just assign it to that budget one month and then tell it to go somewhere the next month. But for, for this month, you know where it is. And then the goal would be is to spend according to your plan. So the whole month, you would basically know that you put that much money into one budget and you would keep spending that. Now, you know that you only make $1,000 a month. So what happens is if you overrun one budget, that money has to come from one of the other budgets because money just doesn't made on thin air, right? So you either have to go make more money, right? Because there's no more budget for it. Yeah. Or you have to take money from your one budget and put it in another budget. And depending on the type of budget, like a car payment, you can't really pull money from that budget, right? So you wouldn't be able to do that. But there might be something optional, like you set aside money for movies that you might have to say you, your gas budget is higher this month. So you would have to subtract that money off of the budget for the gas and increase your budget. I mean, sorry, subtract the money from your movies and put it into your gas budget so that you have enough to run. So, so a budget is really just a plan for where your money goes. Absolutely. That's what it is. And when it goes into that plan, it's like over the course of the month, you'll like track your spendings, how much money you actually spent. Maybe you didn't spend the $100 you had planned for gas. So then what you do that next month would be put the amount of money needed to get that account back up to $100. So you end up like over time, if you don't spend all that money in the budget, that money can be used elsewhere. Correct. Correct. And exactly. So, and one of the things too, when you get into the really simple budgeting and that's, and I really, uh, my relationship with budgeting has been very different. And unlike um, you or somebody else, like I did not come to budgeting and planning finances um, until like eight years ago. And um, I was actually, it was funny because um, your stepmom actually gave me a book called Dave Ramsey's um, Total Money Makeover. Um, I've read that I, one. Yes, it's a good book. Very good, good book. book. I highly, it's one of the books. There's very few books that I recommend people read because I don't like recommendations, but those books have changed my life in such a way that I recommend them to everybody wholeheartedly. Um, they're very practical and they're very effective tools. Um, and uh, anyway, your stepmom gave it to me, and I thought I knew what I was doing with money. And then I read that book, and I realized both the simplicity of what the book was communicating and how the book was trying to tell you how to approach budgeting. I didn't get it, and I hadn't been doing a very good job with it, but it suddenly like turned a light bulb on for me. And, and then it's made such a huge difference and turned our financial life around because of that and being able to control our money know where it's going um the one thing too that you know for someone that's just maybe tiptoeing towards a budget because a budget is like the big b word and i think a lot of people hear the budgeting and they they definitely run for the hills because it's like a it's a another money thing that's just kind of without knowing what it is it seems like just something totally scary. i agree it's it is scary and it's amazing that if you don't control your money and tell it where to go, it'll just kind of drift through your fingers. Like it's mm -hmm. easy for, you know, you go to, say for instance this, this is how it's easy to drift through your fingers. Like if you don't have a budget and you go to Starbucks every day, what's the difference between buying one cup of coffee or buying a cup of coffee and a bagel, right? You go to school to that day, but right. then you track that expense over a month, right? and that's 
if that bagel is only a dollar, it's thirty dollars over the course of a month. That's Correct. a and lot that of bagels. Big, yeah, it's a lot of bagels, and it's a, a large chunk out of your budget that just bled out to bagels, but you didn't really know. Whereas maybe if you had made a plan before the month started and you said, I'm only going to spend $20 at Starbucks and you know that you absolutely want to get your favorite Frappuccino every day and that Frappuccino costs, you know, $5, you're going to know that you don't have the budget to go get that bagel. So that helps. That's what the difference is. That's what's telling your budget is telling you where you want your money to go. It's not someone else doing it. It's you, you opting into that, helping know how your money's supposed to be spent. And then at the end of the month, so the whole thing, you, you go through, you assign your money to a budget, you work through the month, and you move the budget around as you need to, but you got that amount of money. Then at the end of the month, you do it over again. You start, how much money do I have? And then you go through and budget it for that month, and you kind of rinse and repeat. There's a lot more ways sophisticated about it, but it's really that simple. And it's very effective mm -hmm. in helping you control. And then you can actually say, if you have a savings but there's a lot of different... <laughs> There's a lot of depth. There's a lot of depth There's that we're not even going to talk about, but like savings are an interesting aspect of budgeting. Mm -hmm. um, there's budgeting that you have to pay for things, like we talked about a car payment. Then there's things that are completely optional, like do I get the bagel or the cappuccino mm -hmm. that you can actually decide in your money where did you do. So I think we discussed earlier before recording this that there was three different types of budgets that we kind of noticed when we were going through and looking at our budgets. And I think one of them was, so as we discussed, there's, the first one, which is your, it's a monthly payment that comes up, something like a Netflix subscription or like mm -hmm. gas or like car payment or something that comes up every month and is due at that amount. So you put that money in beforehand, and then that money gets withdrawn out right. within the end of the month. Exactly. And then you have a second type that is you kind of saving up something like an emergency fund, which yeah. is something super important that I think we should mention in just a minute after I'm done saying this. But emergency fund is basically saving up enough money to a certain point, and then after that, you don't need to keep putting more money into that account once it's reached that limit. Yeah, and if you have to borrow from that budget, so let's say, you say you have, let's go back to our analogy of $1,000. Let's say if you're making $1,000 a month, and I'm just using that because it's a round number. Hopefully you make more, and if you aren't making more, one day you hopefully will. Um, but let's say you make $1,000, and let's say that um, your emergency fund, and I'm going off of what Dave Ramsey, Dave Ramsey says that you should have a six-month emergency fund. And what that would mean is if I make $1,000, then I should have $6,000 saved up available should I have a real emergency. An emergency isn't that bagel. An emergency would be like your car breaks down. And that would be an emergency because your car you need for your job, for instance. So if you don't have a working car, you can't make money, and that would be a real, that's a serious thing, right? So that's what an emergency fund would be for. Something that gets in the way of making the money and... Yes, exactly. Or your health. Health, health issues. Health issues is a good one. Uh, I mean, we're basically kind of talking a lot of the principles and, and total money makeover, mm -hmm. but it's it's definitely a, a book. And I, I think it's important, so maybe your readers, your listeners haven't read the book, so it's good to kind of talk about some of these principles. But all these things are kind of, if you go read this book, it lays it out very simply and very effectively. So, you know, back to another shout out for the Dave Ramsey Total Money Makeover book. Mm -hmm. um, emergency fund is a huge deal. And once you have that saved up, so let's say that you start out day one and you have your budget as $1,000 and you don't have an emergency fund. So what you would start doing is every month you would say, okay, instead of getting coffee or something, let's say if you have an extra $100, so at the over, after you've budgeted everything that you have to spend and you have $100, let's say you put $50 in your emergency fund every month. So what you do is you earmark $50. And so the next month, 
you had $50 in the emergency fund budget and you would budget another 50. So you would have a total of 100. And so every month you would add 50 more until you got up to that fixed $6,000 number. Mm -hmm. And should you have an emergency, you would be able to, okay, you know, minus the budget, minus whatever your emergency is. Let's say your car broke down for 500 bucks. So then you minus the 500 bucks out of your emergency fund. Mm -hmm. And then over the next several months, you build that emergency fund back up. Back up. And that, so those are two of the three that we've mentioned so far. So we have the monthly payment that gets withdrawn every month. We have the thing like emergency fund that's kind of a savings fund. And then we also have the third type, which is a more of like a spending, more of the there is no limit on how much needs to be put in this amount, and it's not a constantly withdrawn account every it's month. The, it's the coffee budget. It's, it's the like coffee how budget. Much, how much do you spend on coffee per month? Or it could be anything. It could be your, your gaming budget, like how mm -hmm. much you want to spend on games, or it could be on how much I'm going to go to the movies, or it's something where you can just, it's a discretionary fund, basically, mm -hmm. where you can decide to spend it or not. And at the end of the month, you can just leave it in there, or you can let it pile up, or you can like cap it. Like I want to have always $100 in my movie budget. Mm -hmm. I may not go see the movies this month, but if I get under that, I'll put a little bit more in and keep it right around there to be able to go out and have some entertainment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think when we come to budgeting, there's all sorts of different benefits to budgeting. I think one of them is being able to see where all your money at is at and making sure that like noticing that there are ways that money slips out. What do you think some other benefits of having like control and having a plan for your money? Um, well, I think you got to really think about what money is. Money isn't really a physical thing. I think when you're when you first are little, um, you you tend to associate money with being physical because your parents give you a quarter or they give you a dollar. You know, and you hold on to that dollar, and you're able to go give that dollar to somebody else, and then they give you something physical in return. So, mm -hmm. I think when you're a young child, it's a lot more physical, and as you get older, it starts to become more of a, a virtual concept, a energy concept. I like to think of money as an energy. It's it's very similar to water mm -hmm. or electricity, where when you get it, it's an energy, and it's if it sits still, it starts to decay. And what I mean by that is, let's say if I give you a thousand dollars right now. And you put it in a bank account and do nothing with it, um, and there's no interest on that. Then that money is basically losing value because every year money is becoming less valuable through mm -hmm. depreciation. So that's why I say it's an energy, and it's it's an energy that's like a you know battery. It depletes if you don't use it or are not constantly moving it around or investing it, or it has a life of its own. And I think as you get older begin to realize that and what that means is is that that energy becomes like sort of a lifeblood of your financial life and how that um, affects your real life and by if you just ignored that it would be very chaotic on your ability to be effective in things you wanted to do let's say any anything that requires any significant savings requires a budget mm -hmm. you know or because even if you have even if the only thing you budgeted per month was your savings you're still sort of doing a budget you're still yeah. sort of saying okay, I have three categories. I have this savings goal, this savings goal, and then everything else is discretionary. That's still a budget in its really base form. Now, I recommend, like I said, the $0 budget where you go through and you give a name to every single dollar in your budget, but technically you are budgeting. And that's where why it's important is because without telling money what to do, money kind of just depletes and it kind of disappears. And anybody that has significant wealth um, for the most part, people that have made a lot of money and that are good stewards, a lot of money, 
um, consistently have a way of knowing how much money they have, where that money needs to go, how much money they need to have in their bank account and where it needs to go. And that's what budget really allows you to do with that effectiveness. And it gives money purpose. It gives the energy of money purpose in your life. You just listened to episode 10 of the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast, the big bad B word, budgeting. And I'd like to thank you for listening. If you would please share this episode with a friend so they get the really the experience of the episode and the knowledge that we discussed and the idea of budgeting. It is really an important aspect to understand, and I hope that you would share this with them so they would also understand so they don't have to go through without knowing what budgeting is and without a plan for their financial success. Then I'd like to ask you if you would please rate this episode on iTunes. That really means a lot to us. And if you want to reach us, you can find us on Google Play, iTunes Podcasts, Stitcher Podcasts, Spotify, and the Simplecast website. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us at our email at youngersmarterbetter at gmail.com. You can access us also on social media at YSB Today on Instagram and at YSB Today on Twitter. I'd like to thank you one last time for listening to this episode. I hope to hear from you soon. I hope you enjoy this episode and stay hungry for knowledge.